Hello and welcome to another episode of the Weekly Vacay. I'm Toby. I'm Jasmine. I'm Sophie. And we have a lot to talk about this week. As you guys know, it is scorpion season, but before we get into all of that, we want to touch on a few things that have really been going on in pop and just world culture in general. Sophie, why don't you start us off with the World Cup? Woo! The World Cup is here and back and better than ever. After four years, we are heading to Russia. Um, unfortunately, the U.S. did not make <laughs> the World Cup, which is fine. We lost, we lost, and we lost fair and square. But there's been a couple of upsets that have occurred within this last week, with the opening week. Um, let's see. So South Korea beat Germany, and Germany was the reigning, yeah, literally the reigning champs. And so South Korea, which had like zero points, beat. <laughs> beat Germany, which was a huge upset. So Germany, the, Germany was therefore eliminated and is not up to be con- a contender for the winner. Um, within that, there had also been Colombia and England are playing as we speak right now. So we'll see how that works. I th- believe I don't know how, what Colombia's point system is like. So we'll see how this game works out. Mexico, it got eliminated, I believe. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. They and played yesterday. This place, Sweden. Sweden. Okay. So Mexico got eliminated yesterday, which was a sad day as well. Um, there's just been a lot of upsets within. Well, a lot of like plot twists and turns. Japan and who? Who? Out of Japan and yes. Belgium. Yeah. Japan and Belgium played yesterday. I watched that game. It was insane. It was a high-scoring game, and Japan ended up like losing within like literally seconds of the final time um but but that's just we'll see how it works we're heading into the semifinal quarterfinals i believe we're heading into the quarterfinals right now so we'll see how this turns out hopefully next week we will give you an update on any more upsets as well exactly okay plot, who twist. Wants plot twist yeah and then What's special about the World Cup this year is that the kits are getting a lot of fire and just I think that just goes to show how powerful streetwear is in this culture right now and how it's kind of mixing with every single sport. Kith just dropped a really cool kit with Adidas, which is kind of a cool way to kind of tie in the U.S. because obviously <laughs> we're not playing, but the kit is inspired by like all the different um, past kits that the U.S. has sported in the past in the World Cup, but I think it's doing pretty well. And then, of course, you have standout kits. Like, the kit that broke the internet this year was the Nigeria kit. I'm mm. pretty happy because that's my homeland, but, you know... It's a competitor's kit, so you can't really cop it. But yeah, the Super Eagles were the talk of the entire world this year with the World Cup kit, which was exciting for them. Yeah, I think those are the two really major ones. I mean, everyone's been stepping up. Obviously, Adidas and Nike hold the most when it comes to um, ownership of apparel of the different teams. But you have new stuff coming up from like Puma and New Balance, etc., etc. Yeah. Okay, so do we want to get talking about the NBA then? Yes. Yikes. Sports. Okay. Yikes. <laughs> yesterday, officially confirmed that LeBron is going to LA. Yeah. $154 million for four years. Um, yeah. Which apparently is a lot of money because I'm not like a big like NBA follower, but $154 million for four years apparently is like... That's the only thing I've ever been seeing on Twitter. Everyone's like, oh my god, like he literally has so much money on that contract so we'll see how he plays i guess he hasn't played at um in la and so he's coming back from his hometown to or he's coming from his hometown to la to play for the lakers and i guess there's been that, that's a big trend right now it's kind of people are heading towards the west coast 
they're or heading, they're, heading, they're heading towards the championship team. So okay. it's like everyone want well not I don't want to say everyone wants to pay for the Warriors, but the issue that's happening the Warriors now, is in Tam- was the Warriors San Francisco. Yeah, Golden State. Yeah, okay. So okay. the issue is it's like the NBA has it's showing that it's more of a business now than ever, and like of um, course everyone knew at the end of the day it is a revenue driving business, but the issue is people are leaving their hometowns and these are like the hometown heroes going to go and play for the reigning champions and like all these different teams and so that they so that they can like be a part of this new story rather than trying to build on with their own existing team so you have Cavs fans who are literally like in shambles because LeBron like the king again to the Lakers yeah leaving again to the Lakers and for that reason obviously the Lakers have not been doing very well these past couple years and they have new up and coming stars like Lonzo Ball and Kyle Kuzma but it's like Lonzo didn't play that good last season and then you have Kuzma who's surprising people so it's like how is the new generation gonna mix with the old generation like that's what we're gonna see this upcoming season and then also it's just like this is going to be a huge business move for the Lakers in general because not only are they going to have a superstar player on their team, but then you're going to have people from all around the world trying to buy off-season, like trying to buy all-season tickets to come and watch, and it's just going to be crazy. Like the celebs around it, the fans around it, it's just going to generate a lot of hype that the Lakers haven't had in a while, which is going to be huge for them. But mm-hmm. I don't know. Did you have stuff you wanted to touch on, Jasmine? I just want to give like a quick shout out because I go to the University of Kansas, which is a huge basketball school, and we had some awesome picks. Um, oh, yeah. Within yeah. <clears throat> within the uh, what's it what are they what are they called the draft the draft yeah <laughs> so <laughs> I'm gonna give them a shot and I don't even know what it's called yeah so I know we had a couple of uh, some of our big seniors go to the NBA so it's awesome to see some KU alum represent on a higher platform also what who's who's teasing a Carter Five. Jasmine. Oh. <laughs> ja- Jasmine is. Jasmine's teasing the yeah. Carter Five. Oh my okay, so transitioning into music real fast. We, you know, I'm glad we got to talk about sports. We haven't done that yet on the podcast. Oh, God. But, it's a it so, was a struggle. <laughs> I know. It, it, hey, whatever. So transitioning into music, so I'm sure you guys know what we are what I'm highly anticipating, what we're gonna be talking about. Um so first we're gonna start with Lil Wayne teasing us with Carter Five. Wheezy, the king himself. So um, I'm not sure if like how much in the media, you guys have been following Lil Wayne, but essentially he won his uh, lawsuit against Birdman and now has the rights to, to his own music and has kind of been like dropping teasers and hints to fans um, that there is a new album coming coming anytime soon. Um, so what? That that's Carter Five. Like holy shit! I it, I think for me, the thing with like Wheezy is like to to see his influence still going on you know like he like i remember i know for me personally like growing up he was the first like real rapper that i was exposed to you know because my parents kind of kept me a little censored but i remember hearing go dj by lil wayne and then yeah and that's that's where that's how like the whole like hip-hop and like rap era started for me growing up um and so just like following him and just like you know i i feel like as i've gotten older and just like seeing has his music has evolved and changed and of, of course he gave us you know nikki tyga drake you know all of yeah. young money and, and all of that and just like you know it's like people still pay homage and still pay respect to lil wayne so it's nice to see that his legacy is still going to be going on we're still going to be seeing new music coming from him mm-hmm. um yeah. Personally, I don't think the, the legacy of him will ever die. No. You know, it's you see you see the influence of his music and like and his work and his productions in artists now and even artists now they pay homage to him. Yeah. Right. I was just gonna bring that up. Yeah, I was gonna say like the car like if you ask a bunch of new age rap I don't I don't want to call them new age but like a bunch of different rappers everyone from like Chance the Rapper to like Yachty to Twenty One Savage like if you ask them what one of their favorite albums is 
almost everyone says the Carter Three and mm-hmm. like how it impacted them in some shape or form. So I think we've kind of forgotten almost how much of a goat Lil Wayne is. And then when he yeah. comes back, it's gonna be different because we haven't had like original music, music from him. Yeah. Well, because the work of Lil Wayne, like, it still blows me away because I know there's a stigma with rappers and, you know, hip-hop artists, like, that, that they're, you know, they're they're not smart, they're not academically inclined, like, all these mm. things. But if you genuinely think about the art of rap music and having to be witty with your words and being able to apply that with production, like, I watched, I watched a minute and a half clip of him it's like it's a I think it's a verse anticipated from like the new from like his new projects but it's literally an, an, a minute and a half clip of him rhyming rhyming verses and words with the word suicide and it's like it and I'll have it's all, if you guys follow, follow me on Twitter you can see it in my retweets or something but it's like and he and it goes off and like this part whoever like created the video it took the time to highlight the words and the phrases that rhymed with that word and I'm not kidding for an out for a minute and a half he was just you know spitting out all these random bars and it all rhymed and i'm like just like the lyrical makeup and you know the artistry that comes with rap music you don't you don't get that from anyone else anymore like lil wayne set you know the the like the set the path for that he paved the way and it's nice to see veterans within any type of community make a comeback yeah exactly (laughs) um to see lil wayne come back after kind of a height not necessarily like a hiatus but after doing being a little bit behind the scenes and uh to come out and make an album i just feel like a lot of our like little bit like a little cells for like most were like yes <laughs> like and i'm not like a huge like rap like rap is not like my number one music genre to go to but a lot of my friends are and so i know that they were riding with lil wayne all throughout mm-hmm. elementary school to middle school and then like you know high school like a little bit of stuff was there yeah um so it's it's I'm excited to see the reception for this. It's gonna it's gonna be a good time. I feel like the summer is just gonna be a lot of good music. I agree. I mean, I'm just like I was thinking, rewind to last summer. I'm the one, one of the biggest songs of the entire summer. Weezy's verse. I totally forgot. I totally forgot. Yes. He's so clean with it. He's so clean. He came with a video with his cup. Yeah. Yeah, It's Castlevania's substance. Right. He doesn't care. He doesn't care. Yeah, as soon as we hear that lighter flick, it's over. You know, it's It's over over for everybody. Um, So other highly anticipated projects that we have coming. We have Chance. Yes. Chance is coming back. I'm telling you, it's a summer of good music. He better Chance. It's summer. Please, please, please drop it within the summer. I need a summer. I need some more summer albums. I can't can't have enough. I can't have enough. Honestly, this summer has been like the summer of whiplash, I feel like, because every single week we've had a new album coming out. I I haven't had time. I feel like Gay is the only album that I've consistently listened to week after week after week since it's dropped. Everything else, it's like... It's just too much. You don't it's have just time. Too much. Yeah. 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 But for those of you who aren't really necessarily familiar with what Chance is going to put out within the next few months, he recently did an interview with Peter Rosenberg on Open Lay on Complex, and he was talking about how he has two projects which are going to be extremely anticipated from now up until when they drop. He's working on at least a 14-song minimum album with Childish Gambino, and based oh on... Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Based off of their history together and just their artistry within each other and then the work that Childish has been putting out this summer, it's going to be crazy. And then, of course, he's going to be releasing a seven-track album with Kanye. And I know everyone thought that this was, like, the end of the... Um, 
the seven good track music releases. Yeah. yeah, but then Chance is like, oh, just kidding. <laughs> Me and Kanye have one. Is um, yeah, it's like thirty percent of the way there. You know, I moved out to Wyoming for three, three oh. weekends. You know, but it's not done. It's like okay, yeah, but it's gonna be super exciting to see where that goes. I know I'm personally excited. You know, it's just crazy because two years ago when Coloring Book and yeah. T-Lop mm-hmm. dropped, it's like. Chance like had his moment on T Lop and then Kanye had a huge hand in coloring book too. And I just think that their work together is just out unmatched. Of this world. Right. Unmatched. It's unmatched. unmatched. Was that really two years ago? Yeah, two Holy years ago. Twenty sixteen. Where has the time Ultra gone? Light beam, seeing that yeah. live both of them was the craziest thing I've yeah. ever seen in my entire life. I'm sure it was a life changing Is moment. that Ultra Beam live? Yeah, because yeah. Kanye came out a um Coloring, coloring day. Magnificent. Oh, coloring day. Yeah. I'll never forget that. I'll never forget the videos that I've seen from that because people people are like, that's not Kanye. That's, and then all of a sudden no. you see everybody running. It's just, Kanye. Oh, yeah. 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 And I told you, I was people like, were literally jumping over barriers. Yeah, yes. people broke. Like, I could see, okay, <laughs> being on the second floor, people were jumping over porta potties and rushing, like jumping down levels. In the arena That's to get to the bottom floor, yeah. security gone, chairs gone, yeah. <laughs> but it was just one of those crazy moments. It's something that you don't. That's the definition of pandemonium. Yeah. That's what I'm gonna say. Yeah, yeah. So That's like some Michael Jackson shit. It is literally, literally came out and I'm like, <laughs> tears streaming down my face. I don't know. I watched this documentary about Michael Jackson. People literally tore like things apart. I'm like. Like Michael Jackson would leave like their stadium and like there would be nothing left. Like yeah. I was like, can they, they the stage gone? Literally, I'm not kidding. Literally, they had like gurneys. Okay, that, that's the, like it was just bad. I'll I'll try to find it somewhere and then I'll tweet about it. But it's just it's yeah. pandemonium, man. Yeah. I want to see this. <laughs> no, it's <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I'm tweeting all. <laughs> that's what pandemonium does to you. Right. Speaking of pandemonium. Oh, now unleashing scorpion season. Yeah. Dun, dun, dun. Uh, so real fast, this is Jasmine. I want to. I For you guys don't know, we throw a lot of shade at each other. I'm sh- you guys can't see it because we're like we're recording. But like, if you were sitting in the room with us, it'd be funny. Like all the side eye, you'd see us give each. Anyways. Yeah. So I just want to record. Yeah. We should record each other. I know sometime. we should like record yeah. our faces. Um. So real fast. To all my followers and friends and loves and fellow fans, thank you for sticking with me through this through this last weekend. Um, if you're still following me on Twitter, shout out to you. Uh, I wanted to. No. It's <laughs> okay. It's one of those things. I know. I understand. Um, so of course, Scorpion's highly anticipated album was dropped at midnight of June twenty eighth. Um, it was a duel. It was a cool breezy night. Yeah. <laughs> And that's cool, 83. Right, right. That's not cool. 53 percent humidity. Yeah, right. Okay, so, yeah, that happened. Um, highly a album. It was a dual album, so we got a hip-hop and a rap, a hip-hop and an R&B side. 25 tracks total. Um, before we get into, like, reviews and stuff and how we felt, just the logistics of it, it, you know, they, he, broke a, he broke a one-week stream record in three days. He also... Um, is all all twenty five songs are the top twenty five tracks right now on Apple Music? Um, he, yeah, I mean, are we surprised? You know, uh, the I mean, no, like again, like with the anticipation and like what you know, kind of seeing the hype around it. This was this this was clearly an album, and, you know, that was 
we were all waiting for, whether you are a fan or not. Mm. Especially with all you know the rumors and the drama that came before it. People wanted confirmation. They wanted to hear. Um, they wanted to hear about issues. They needed answers to certain issues that you know we hadn't heard anything on. Um, so yeah, what what did you guys think of the album before we get into obviously what I think? I think <laughs> like. <laughs> You guys all know how I feel about Drake. I'm going to give credit where credit is due. Drake is a consistent artist. People are, I think that's his biggest criticism is that, like, he sounds the same. But, I mean, like, it. why are you upset that artists are creating, having their own sound? Mm-hmm. Like, that's something that you, should, you shouldn't be dragging artists on, like, their need, <laughs> their sound and their music. Because mm-hmm. that's who they are. Like, right. Drake, that is his, that is passion. That, that is his passion. That's his profession. Like, if he sounds the same, I don't really care. I don't really care. Yeah, there are a lot of the tracks do sound the same. A lot of the tracks do sound the same. But coming from the Twitter standpoint, because I know for me, I wasn't dying to listen to Scorpion, but I was dying to listen to Scorpion. Like, I, I knew I had to listen to it, but I wasn't like, let me just, this is the most anticipated album for me mm-hmm. for the year. Yeah. But I listened, I gave it a, I gave it a, a listen. A, <laughs> a well, listen. Air, air quotes. A listen. I was watching her Spotify activity, but I'll leave it. <laughs> I stopped at nice for one, and we're going to leave it <laughs> at that. That's pretty far, though. That's about three-fourths. Yeah. Almost. Um, did you make it all the way to nice for what, or did you, like, pick nice for what and then stop listening? All I'm saying is I didn't That's undisclosed information. Undisclosed information. But I'm going to talk about what I saw from, like, the fan standpoint on Twitter because, like, Twitter is my main bitch and a lot of, there had been a lot of viral tweets that had gone through it. There was a lot of stuff how people say, you know, where Drake gets his culture from, um, how he views women. There was, there was some backlash on um, Drake's ideas on women and how he promotes that through his music. There were some tweets out there you probably have seen. If you're on Twitter, there's viral tweets everywhere. It pops up on your TM, whether you like it or not. Um, so you guys would know that I'm talking about. I think that Drake just has like a lot of common themes that a lot of rap music has within their music. Um, on that note, that's all I have to say about that. Yeah, Drake okay. is Drake is Drake, and there's some things that we're not going to get into. Yeah. There's some obviously obvious drops that have that occurred through it. Um, a lot of samples. I don't know how he got Michael Jackson. <laughs> um, yeah, let's, let's talk about the features. <laughs> well, my biggest question: yeah. MJ. No, his, his estate. MJ's estate said it was fine. They were Joe all Jackson about just died. <laughs> Wait a second. Joe Jackson just died. Yeah. We've read about that in pop culture. Yeah. Rest, yeah. Rest, yeah. Rest, Rest in peace. peace. Rest yeah, in peace. We didn't talk about yeah. that. Um, I guess moving on to what I think about the album. Like I've been saying earlier this summer, I think that all the good music releases with the seven songs each have made me really lazy when it comes to listening to full albums. I couldn't do it. Yeah, it was very hard, but I did listen to it, and I have been listening. Okay, I listened to all 25 songs, both sides A and B, not on shelf, but I want to listen all the way through. And then I picked out maybe eight songs that I really like, and I remember telling Jasmine, I'm like, no shade, but I think this album could have been 15 songs. I want to say actually 14. 14 songs and then the rest could have been cut not that they weren't good but it came to the point where they're all the same and i couldn't really distinguish between them and the thing is i get the theme of scorpion and i think we all get the theme of scorpion but it's the way that he conveys it and this is good for him and good on his team you can very much convey it from about eight songs yeah so it's like the rest of them 
didn't necessarily all need to be there. And he answered all the questions. He answered everything that people wanted him to answer. He addressed everything. And he came out with bops. So I just wonder what made them decide that it needed to be 25 songs. And he could have very much been like side A and B and had them both be short mm -hmm. in terms of hip hop and R&B. And I know you can probably talk about this a little bit more, but I know a lot of people were leaning more towards the R&B side. As a mm -hmm. hip hop fan, I wanted to really like the hip hop side, but I found, I found actually, I found myself liking tracks on both sides but we'll talk about them in favorite tracks overall i did really the songs that i liked i, I liked. really really liked them yeah and i really liked the producers and i really liked the work that they did and i also think that album wise all the whole summary he dropped two of the best singles well i'll say two <laughs> out of three god's playing a nice for what yeah don't yeah. get me started on nice for what do not we'll get into it later one of the I just think, yeah, but then, uh, obviously, I'm upset wasn't upset, but I think other than that, it's like those eight to ten songs yeah. are really strong, and I think if you go throughout the internet, most people are agreeing on those uh, songs. They're, they're going towards, like, I, I, when we talk about, like, our favorites on the album, like, yeah. we kind of not have, like, the same ones, but we all have, like, similar Probably tastes. Similar. Yeah, we all have similar ones. But like, I, I know you and I have some similar ones, yeah. too. Yeah. Um, and... Like, There's some on there. I looked at it earlier. But I have an analogy for this album. You know when your professor is like, okay, like you have an, a thousand word count for your essay. And then you're like at 800 and then you're just putting in filler words and then it just becomes fluff. And then it's like, it just happens to be like redundant. This is kind of how I'm feeling a little bit about the album. It's like, he could have just like, if, if he was allowed to just keep it short, then he should have just kept it short. But if he wanted to put those, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like if he wanted to put the, those fluff songs in there. Then that's how that's where I feel like it kind of comes redundant because like yeah. when we were looking at our face, I feel like it's like okay, we all like like kind of we all the same songs. Same songs. You hit the nail on the head though. Yeah. yeah, and I'm like I'm wondering I'm like okay, did you have that 25 songs for this two double album dual album or whatever? Like I'm just kind of I don't know. Who knows? Yeah. And then before um, Jasmine picks up the mic, I remember I after listening to the album, one of my friends brought up how it's like well Drake always has long albums. I'm like that's true. But then looking at his dis discography and then mm -hmm. just his body of work since we were literally like in middle, middle school, school slash mm -hmm. elementary school there's drake songs that we know from every single year and then everything else just drops into the abyss yeah so i wonder that's how fair. much of his he's already arguably i'm like the biggest artist in the world right, right now. now he is the number one yeah. i'm pretty sure he's the number one artist on spotify yeah so it's like I'm like, I can't say, oh, how much stronger would he be if he didn't have all those extras? Because he's, he's going to be strong be regardless. Yeah, so it's like, then what's the point of doing all these songs when you really only need about 10 to yeah. 14? But that's just my thoughts. Yeah. On you. Personally, okay, so I... Because I, I agree with you guys in the sense that we did not need all 25 songs. Right. It, it does not have to do with the fact that, you know, these last albums that we've been getting have been seven, you know, track songs. I there Because I know for me, like... The R&B side is my preferred side. There are a lot of tracks that I that I only streamed once on the hip-hop side that I was not about and I haven't really been streaming again. Um, I honestly just think that like the extra fluff though and the extra songs is just for the number. Like yeah, it's, it's just for like the number and the record sides, the record sides of it because yeah, like there are songs that we could have done without but it's still one of the top 25 songs on Apple Music right now. You know, I, and I really do think he just kind of puts stuff out there to show like yeah, like I'm Drake. Here we go. Like this. So goes, true. Yeah, you know he's yeah. like he's he's like I'm gonna give him this shit. And they're gonna eat it up. Right, because he knows um, that if he drops, if he puts out a hundred songs, or if he puts out twenty five songs, or if he puts out two uh, two songs, they're all gonna be 
like numerically popular. Yeah. Like they're all going to be streamed and right. regardless of how many songs right, you guys exactly. out there. And not, and not even just to like be speaking from like the hype perspective of it. Like I genuinely liked this album and the way that it was executed and delivered. I liked it better um, than the last two projects that were dropped because I liked Views but not as a whole. Like there are, there are songs that I liked. Um, I forgot about Views. I know. Well yeah. there are songs that I like better that I still listen to frequently but like there are other, other tracks I, that I don't um, that I don't play and I don't stream anymore because um, I, I think views could have been executed better cohesively and then I know like with more life it just came out I know I know with more life it like the, when it came out it was like the beginning of the summer so it had a lot of like you know like like the Jamaican culture vibes and like all this stuff and like it, it had it had good feel good summer vibes and I think that's why it was so popular and it was so and it was played so much over the summer right. but like with this album again with like the hype around it and the anticipation you know people needing answers and all the drama and the beat that came with about it i genuinely just think that you know like production wise i think it was executed really well i think i think the transitions between each songs and even the transitions between the albums were done really well um i i personally got like a really good like because i listened to it I, I listened to it like all the way through a couple times um, because I, I, I had to analyze She's it. She's got time. Oh, yeah, I got, yeah, y'all, I got time. About three days. <laughs> <laughs> I don't I know got, that many years. I know. <laughs> I know. I, I got time for Drake, and it's um, and so and I think it, I think it, I think he did a really good job of like storytelling and and like just kind of keeping the the momentum going, whether or not you liked each song. I mean, even the transition from the hip hop to the R and B album. I was I, it shook me because the last track on the art on the hip hop album is is there more and then it's like yep there is more and yeah. then, you know and then it switches in and and I know uh, the um, I actually tried doing like a the first time I listened to it I tried to do like a checklist of like each song and like on my phone and like and like write what I thought about each song but I stopped at emotionalist track number four because that's the that's the track where he verifies that he is in fact the father of the baby really yeah it's he I didn't even catch that when I listened to it the first yeah the first song uh the first the fourth track on the album emotionless that's when he says i wasn't trying to hide my kid from the world i was trying to hide the world from my kid and that's, that, and that's yeah and that and that's you're kidding no like that that's the first clearly goes to show how much i listen to the music and that's like probably one of my favorite songs of all. but i'll get into it why that's one of my yeah favorite and so you know uh like that, that <laughs> <laughs> yeah i'm again, shook right see, now again, and that's the thing, i don't like it I, I understand like i understand people people's critiques about drake but that's why i know for me like that's why i enjoy him as, a, as an artist because if you really take the time to listen to his music and to analyze the lyrical production and the musical production and like and the actual like execution and delivery of the work it's it's pretty genius like the way he puts like he it is it is whether whether or not you like the song whether or not he's a culture vulture no matter what you want to say we didn't even get in that team i'm referring to we're sitting here agreeing with you i know like you know i'm just covering bases for like in general, what people I'm, I'm talking about critiques that people say about yeah, him. Yeah. You know, like oh, if, if you I know this is, this is a very hard episode for us to do, you guys. We're not trying to step on each other's toes. And I have a lot that I want to say, but I do not want to rail your ears. And I also can't I also can't 
cannot say these things on air. So if you want to hear the emotion, the passion, text me personally. <laughs> right. I was wondering when we spiraled. I was over here looking at them. How no. much time do I have before I need to check the parking meter? And I know. You know, I, have a spiral it's, on no, it's because I, I'm spiraling. You know, it's me. You know, okay. it's me. I have a lot of emotional shit that's coming with this. Uh, of course, fair. But, we'll oh, but overall, um, overall, I think this was done. This album was done very well, art, artistically and lyrically. Um, you know, like there, there are little like there are little like tricks that he did in it that you have to really like pay attention and notice. You know, like the way like you know even with like the outros of each song and going into the next one and it's very um, seamless. I'll yeah, give you that. Yeah, nice. and and it sounds the same. Yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just I'm messing with you. I'm messing with you. I'm messing with you. Uh, <laughs> uh, I just the definition of consistency. I know. Well. Mm, Okay, we're still we're still <laughs> recording, and I mean the features on this album, crazy. Like mm-hmm. Jay Z, I know I know they've had a rocky ass history, but I'm like for you to get Jay Z on this on this album, I'm very proud of you. Michael Jackson, obviously, you know like Static, I Ty yeah, Ty Dolla Sign, Static, Major, um, and even and again, I I think so, I think another like part of Drake's career that people overlook is is he gives opportunity to up-and-coming artists, you know, to, to kind of be a part of his platform, and, and he, you know, he kind of gives them a moment to shine. Like, he, ha- he's, he has a lot of production done um, from, like, Mario! <laughs> and uh, I actually saw a really funny Instagram from one of, like, Mario's, like, he, he was texting his dad, and his dad was like, oh, I heard what you did on Drake's album, Blue Mint. <laughs> and the song is called Blue Tint, and Drake was like, haha, Blue Mint sounds like a strip club in Georgia, or just something like that. And, uh, and oh, it, I know, and, and just again, like he, City Girls, you know, lot, lot, lots of, lots of co- contributions from, you know, up and coming artists. And it's funny because, like, I know, like, Stefan Don, like, she. Oh, yeah. yeah. So City Girls was who was on that track. Yeah, I've been hearing they, a lot he, about they them. Were on, like, um, they were on In My Feelings. Okay, yes. Yeah, so yeah, I was like, who are these girls? I know, I yeah. Like, Go they're, off. Yeah, they're on In My Feelings. And I know. And I saw um, an Instagram post from Stefan Don that was a screenshot of Peak because that, that's the out, that's the song they're featured on. And she was like, "It's crazy because you know, 13 years ago we were just like in our room listening to Drake, just talking about it, and now we're actually here, like working with him." And so, you know, again, like I think that I think that's a, a a part of Drake's career that we have to put a light on is that he does, you know, give up and coming artists opportunities to you know flourish and to get their work out there. I mean, even 21 Savage, um, you know, has. Uh, there was an article released the other day that he that he, even he, in his opinion Drake doesn't get the kind of credit that he deserves for the work that he does with other artists. Um, but yeah, overall, wow, I I feel a lot. I I will say that I hope this has been I hope this has been as informative as insightful as I could be. I try to keep this really organized. I'm sorry if I spiraled. Mm, and yeah. brain. You know she was in her room rehearsing this. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, hell uh, all weekend. <laughs> no, all weekend, you guys. I like wrote things down that I want to talk about, and I was like, scratch, scratch it, out, scratch it out, scratch it out. It's important. Um, yeah, I. When you stand, like you stand, I know you have to like step I up know. to the plate. Exactly, you thank you. And you guys, yes. I mean, you guys understand from like the One Direction days, like where my passion comes. This from. is different. It's different. No, it's different. But you understand where the passion comes from. <laughs> like, I'm, don't I'm, talk about the passion. Should we talk about our favorite tracks? Yes. Um, so starting off, my favorite. Wait, wait, pause before we start this. I just realized in the past we have a lot of overlap, and I'm sure our. Um, listeners can understand so maybe can we do top three because there's yes. going to be a chance that we're going to have a lot of overlap and then one person will have anything to say yeah okay um, so top three for me that. that's okay top three for me right now or at least try um, yeah so my top three for me right now are Taka uh, 
jaded and in my feelings. Uh, I like Talk Up is the one that Jay Z is featured in. Um, I yeah, I mean like I I was impressed with that. It's it's definitely like he kind of hit he kind of hit the like, hip hop sound with that people were wanting um, more in that track and then a couple other tracks towards the end of that album. Um, I like Jaded because it's just you know he he. It's funny because like the first the first half of the R and B album, it's like perfect like fuckboy dating culture lingo. Like he's he he's, he's a basically grown, his yeah. main demographic. Uh, exactly, exactly. Like he's he, he this grown ass man is thirty one years old and hits it right like hits the fucking nail on the head when it comes to like the dating culture right now and like our generation yeah. and like because he's because like he created yeah yeah so um Jade was definitely one of my fa- my favorites and then in my feelings that is just. That is gonna be my summer anthem. In my feelings, okay, okay. like, and I love the message that he sends in in that song. Like, I, I feel like that. I know, I know there's controversy on like on Drake's perspective on women, but I feel like in my feelings is a, is a song that like kind of uplifts women. You know, like, in he's literally like, uh, fuck a Netflix and chill. What's your net worth? Like, that's right. yes, yes, that's five dollars. Right. Yeah, <laughs> I really need to know. I know, and th- and there was also a video of DJ Khaled like partying in my feelings. So obviously, it's gonna be a good summer. DJ Khaled's vibe. the happiest human. I know. Um, what about you guys? What were some of your faves? Okay, so I'm gonna do top two. Okay. Fair. Well, okay. I guess I can do talk a uh, top three. So I really like Talk Up because I like Jay Z. Mm-hmm. I like um. Okay, so top two would probably be Emotionless. Which is so funny that you said that this is when he, like, dropped, like, his big news. Yeah. I only liked it personally because I feel like it was not Kanye, but kind of Kanye. Like, you know, like, the, the Mariah, like, the Mariah Carey intro. Yes. It was just very, like, choiry, like, just something that, like, um, a little bit new wave, like, with, like, having, like, a really powerful sample at the beginning of a song. I think that's probably why I really liked it a lot. And I'm also, like, a really big fan of Mariah Carey. Like, she's awesome. And I think maybe I kind of got, like, a little bit of, I got a little bit of like Kanye vibes with that so maybe that's why I liked it a little bit um, more number one nice for what are you kidding <laughs> literally honestly I'm gonna have to argue I might have to argue that this might be Drake's best song like nice for what <laughs> makes me so giddy and happy and I'm just like I'm listening to it I'm like yo nice for what like it's such a summer banger I was like this is exactly what Drake what we I feel like for me what I rely Drake on is for like having that Bop like that yeah. bop like like you're going anywhere and everybody's playing it and everybody's having a good time to it. So nice words obviously like my number one off of the album. Obviously it's a single, so that might be a little fake of me to be like a single off of the album. But honestly, nice for is probably Drake's one of to me one of Drake's best songs like fucking ever. It's so good. It's so much fun. I'm excited. I'm just I'm getting hot and bothered just thinking about it. <laughs> What about you, Toast? It's hard. I was trying to... I thought that would be good because then we wouldn't overlap, but now I'm just trying to pick. The three songs that I'm going to talk about are not my favorite, but I really like them. Shout out to the hip-hop side. I really like Nonstop. Mm, I really like yeah. Mop Ties. Yeah. I just mm-hmm. like... I See, like when people like get into their groove and rap without having necessarily to hit that peak. Like I was waiting for that drop and for someone to snap. Like I live for those moments, but then those two songs, he definitely was like in his pocket and grooving the whole time, but it was still something I could enjoy. So I really like songs like that. Mm-hmm. Um, obviously, I really like In My Feelings and Nice For, but you guys both touched on them already. The right. producer, I can't pronounce his name. That's what I was trying to pull up. It's like Black and M- N Mill D. I don't know how to pronounce it. I know, it. yeah. That's how he spells it. He also produced Blue Tint. On oh, yeah. See, so yeah, I like yeah. Blue Tint, too. Yeah. yeah, the one where he shouts out Ronaldo. But I like all of those songs. I just think that 
this producer is like crazy out of this world because I've been waiting for that like next like big producer yeah. who's gonna come around you know like people like oh we have all sorts of people like doing a bunch of crazy shit especially when it comes to young up and coming rappers and then of course we have like back in the day with like Michael made it etc etc I'm like okay who's the next wave and well and he, he's working with Drake like that just you're already set you yeah. know what I mean like yeah. Drake like we've talked about like Drake is the biggest artist right now like honestly he's the biggest artist right now so I'm like if you're kind of working on him behind the scenes and laying down those beats for him like exactly. are you kidding yeah that's insane and then oh, wait correction then I, then I listed off the wrong producer when I made that when I said about that Instagram he didn't do blue tint wait what producer um, I said how Mario did blue tint but no, you're right. It is. It is. Um, Black. Yeah. Melody. It is him. Because okay. yeah, it was his. Yes, it was his Instagram that I saw that. Okay. On. Yeah. Because I need to see what he looks like. Yeah. Because he's he's on Nice for yeah. What. Yeah. Yeah. He's on Nice for What. Yeah, that, he's he the girl. That's yeah, why I like Nice for What and in my feelings because they're both sound. If you listen, listen to them back to back. It's okay. so clear. Now I just want to hear more music from him, regardless of whether or not it's with Drake. Because we're gonna know immediately that. Yeah. No. Right. He's Dude, unique. We like consistency, and also yeah. like like what Toby was saying. I sorry. Oh sorry. I just no, like I just want like Toby was saying that she doesn't want to like oh like overlap our songs because like we all have like very similar songs. But in like our Google Docs and like we're talking about like what songs like we liked off the albums. Honestly, it's like all the same songs. It is like, all the same. <laughs> so shout out to Toby for <laughs> for going about every everywhere else. Yeah. Thank you. Showing us yeah. the other options. Thank you, because you know like. If you didn't listen to the whole thing and you need something to talk to people about, we're just trying to help you out. Right, so, like, right. Options. Like, I've you, been there. You know, if you go out somewhere, someone's gonna be talking about Scorpion, you, yeah, yeah. and you better come yeah, with the receipt. Yep, and you're gonna see an Instagram caption, and you're not gonna know where it's from, but we're helping you out right now. So, okay. And then another song I really like, but no one talks about. It. I think like this is just a me thing. I'm thinking future. I'm like, okay, who's gonna remix this? Summer Games. I need an EDM yes. remix. Holy sh! That that it's song in I know my brother. Like, well, nah, I'm not gonna get to yeah. that. I think it's super funny. I'm like, I just need like a Summer Games remix. Like, whoever wants to hop on that, take it over. Muramasa, Diplo, anybody, 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 like, please, anybody. please. Yeah. Like, I mean, I'm trying to do it myself, but like, you I said, I led you on, kid. but you followed me. That's how he opens the song. And I was like, oh yeah, Jasmine's all about the lyrics. I'm like, I know, oh, dude. I'm like, she's like, A to Z lyrics.com. Yeah, I know. That's who you are. I know. Rap I know. genius. <laughs> oh, thank you. <laughs> anyway. Anyway. No, this has been fun. Yeah, thanks for holding on, you guys. Again, thanks for still following me on Twitter and keeping up with me. Um, Yeah, yeah, uh, there's so much more I could say about this album, but I'm too scattered-brained, and I'm not going to put y'all through that. Please don't. (laughs) We will definitely be talking about Drake sometimes in the future. 100%. I mean... You know, Drake, every single time that he drops something, it's just like, okay, so what's next? Yeah. He takes over everything. What's He's next? Off- we're going on tour. I, uh-huh. I oh, get yeah, to true. see you in um, 28 days or four weeks. Migos, yeah, four no, weeks. No, that's Aubrey. so exciting. Yeah, Migos. no, he's <laughs> touring with Migos, which we have already talked about in our past podcast, dropping Scorpion. You know, some of these songs will be great live. Oh, yeah, yeah for sure. Yeah, if you guys haven't checked it out yet, which I'm, I would find hard to believe, make sure to do so. Check out the favorites that we recommend. Um, yeah. Uh, wow. Okay, so on to what else we've been listening to this week. Weekly playlist. So, why don't you start us off? Um, for me, I only have one. It's called Drink About by Sieb and featuring Dagny. I think that's how you say her name. Super fun. It's an upbeat, happy song. You know I'm all about the summer bangers, mm-hmm. a little bit EDM, a little bit of a drop. What can I get down to when I'm about to go out? Mm-hmm. So take just 
listen to a little bit. And it's like kind of like that girl being like, oh, I don't like, I don't want to be with anybody else except for you, that kind of stuff. But also, it's like I'm still feeling good about myself, even though I'm thinking about somebody else. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. it's, it's just a, it's a really good song. You gotta take a listen. Summer bangers, and I'm you know I'm consistent with the summer bangers, guys. You know I'm always giving the summer banger uh, requests and um, recommendations. So yes, she is. It is true. Um, so obviously <laughs> I've been listening to the Drake album a lot, and it's crazy. Um, <laughs> I know it's crazy because that album came out like four days ago, and it feels like a whole fucking lifetime for me. Like they, oh, like la- like from our recording to date from last week's feels like a whole it year. Does. It feels like it was kind of and like so, yeah, and so I really can't remember too. Like I kind of blacked out when that album came out. So I, I can't really remember too much of what I was listening to before, but I know that since I was anticipating Scorpion a lot, I was kind of listening to like older stuff. Um, there were a lot of albums that were dropped before we started our podcast that I wish we could have talked about, but. Quality control drop, you know, like that that whole what like twenty song album yeah. not too long ago, yeah. and so and I still every now and then I've been like picking up and listening to that again. Um, so like my faves have been like Mediterranean pop shit, We the Ones, like the hype ones. Um, yeah, I've also been listening to YG a lot lately because I know he j- I just oh, dropped. Yes! So again, YG, YG is just one of those artists that like. I love it's you, like YG. He, he always he it. always puts out bops, you know, and somehow he gets a perfect. summer banger. Yes. And he forgets to, he feel like people forget to talk about him. I, I just like, got so, so thinking about YG. All, all, all of our bodies are sort of like flailing. No, so he, he so he said he's dropping that it. album in August. So. Obviously, we got booty clapping, club bangers yes. coming soon from YG, and like any and like YG is just one of those artists. That like no matter what he drops, it like it it's like a it fuels you, you know. It 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 like surges energy into you, and you're about to swing at any bitch, and like it just you're ready. Bumps. It's bumps. It just and so, bumps. Yeah, I've been listening to a lot of YG lately, especially Big Banks, even his old stuff. You know, like his older hits. Like I, I don't. I, Personally, plug walk wasn't my fave, but I do listen to it because it, you know it, it puts you in the mood that you need to be I in. Can't, I totally um, forgot about that. I know. Oh why, man. Why you always hate? Why you always? Why you always hate? Yes. That's summer. Yes. That's really dropped the whole like still breezy. I love that. Yeah. Literally. So, a moment. Yeah. Little YG. A moment in time. Yeah, and he and he will be featured in this podcast whenever that project is coming. So stay tuned. Yeah. Um, what about you, Tubbs? What have you been on to? Me? Before I start, I have to say, Monty B two words. Now, like two weeks ago, he performed Big Bank, and that was one of my favorite award show performances since like Imagine Dragons and Kendrick Lamar. Like, oh shoot, Christmas. yeah. It oh. was so much fun, and it was everyone. It's like Nikki. It was two chains. It was Big Sean, and I'm like, all these people can wrap their asses up, and they do not get enough credit they for like don't. live performances. Why do the camera was like shit? Yes, yes. <laughs> this is what I'm trying to be on all summer. Right. I was oh like, someone please carry, like, I need a camera around me all the time, because yes. I'll bust out in the rhyme or two. No, as soon as I'll bust out. When, when that album drops, we need cameras following us the entire week. Honestly, what well, I'm trying to be on. Anyways, okay, so, and then, like, literally do, like, a 180. Found this random, random band called Off Bloom, and they're touring with Alma, the girl that I talked about two weeks ago from Finland. Two songs. When you want to talk about production value, listen to Not Sorry and Falcon Eye. Those are two of their songs I've been listening to a lot frequently. 
the most unique sounding production you will ever hear. And I don't even know what to call this music. I was like, okay, do I call this like pop, indie pop, EDM? I don't know. I don't know what to call it, but it's crazy and yeah. it's so good. And I'm just like, I am so, I think Europeans do pop the best. Um, every not to be biased. No, yes. and they start and they start the trends. <laughs> they start the trends when it comes to pop, and then every other nation just follows. And I'm like, this is what I'm trying to be on. That's all I can say. But definitely get those songs to listen. Thank you for listening to this episode and joining us this Scorpion season. Please, please, please rate, review, and subscribe wherever you listen: Apple Podcasts, Anchor, Google Play Podcasts, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. Yeah, thanks for riding with us. Thanks for holding on and listening to me. I, I'm sure you guys know I've been dying to talk about this. Um, you know, it, it's no secret to any of us that I am a huge Drake stan. But yes, thanks for holding on. You can always check out our website, theweeklybakay.strikeme.com. Give us feedback. Let us know if you guys liked, um, if you liked this episode and let, what other future content you'd like us to include. Uh, we appreciate the love. Appreciate the support. Keep it going. You can, you can also follow us on social media. Um, but once again, I'm Jasmine. I'm Sophie. And I'm Toby. And, and you're been listening, listening to The Weekly Vacay.